Welcome to Monday Night Heroes, where we will hear Joe Buck say, Lele. No. <laughs> At no. least he can hear you this time. I, I, I don't know if I wanted to be able to hear him. Jeez. <laughs> That's like every day. Uh, we're playing Icons, the Assembled Edition, and the title of today's game is Reflection of Paragon, issue number 12. And with all of that chazarai out of the way, I will um, kick it over to my genteel friend, Rodney. Genteel? Your genteel friend. When you can tell me what chazarai means, then I'll, I'll make you an honorary. Uh, <laughs> oh, it, means, it means bullshit. Close. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, yeah, when we la we last left our heroes in a you are now Jew Rodney. We're <laughs> 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 gonna have to put parentheses around this broadcast. Oh, hi Twitter. Goodness. He's Jewish. It's fine. <laughs> he can say it. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I get to be honorary. Uh, when we last left our heroes, you were in the middle of a combat um, against Master Monkey and his minions. With Vic Morrow. With Vic Morrow. <laughs> uh, Slick Silver had gone down. He's laying on the floor unconscious. Nothing new there. That is true. Nothing new there. Uh, Jariah, not Jariah. Wow. <laughs> close enough? <laughs> close, close enough. Kaze uh, was actually stunned for a round by, by the flashbang. Powers. And he likes to. Yeah. Other than that, he's the same character. Oh. I don't know. He doesn't have this strange obsession with soup. Vega was uh, was blasting away. Um, at various assorted bad guys. And yes, uh, the supervillains Baron Boreal and the Praetorian, whom you all thought was dead, or at least incapacitated, had just, had just teleported into the room. Um, bum, bum, bum. So we are going to uh, re-roll initiative to account for these new guys who will have oh, entered. But that was like the one time I'll ever roll a decent one. <laughs> so uh, we'll go down the list. Uh, Steve. Oh, um, uh, 13. Okay. Uh, Lily. Nine. Nine. Nick. What do I add to it? I'm sorry. Uh, coordination. 
This is 12. 12. All right. Uh, go ahead, Wesley. You can roll one. All right. Let's just see what happens. Be, just to be fair. <laughs> uh, that was a two. So, is it coordination? Yes. Eight. Eight. Look at that. You're higher than you're higher than slick, Lily. It's All the right. first time for everything. All right, Master Monkey himself. Oops, he is there. He is. Uh, let's see. He's got a coordination. He's got a five. So he's got a ten. Uh, the Praetorian is seven. The Baron is a 12. So, Vega, you're going to have to roll off with me. Okay. Just a D6. Let's see if we get tired. Just a D6. Whoever gets higher. I got, I got a one. So did I. Roll again. <laughs> oh, shit. That went off the tip. That's a one again. Okay. Well, that's a three. So 12.1, 12.2. Get them one gotcha system, Nick. <laughs> All right. And then we have uh, one suit of power armor left. And then the Atom Troopers. So the power armor gets a nine. So Rosie, roll off with me. Two. You got a six. So Rosie's 9.2 armor. 9.1 and then the troopers they get a 11 okay so it's going to be Kaze uh, Baron Boreal Vega uh, the troopers Master Monkey uh, Power Armor number 2 Rosie uh, slick. We'll get to talk, and uh, the Praetorian bringing up the rear. All right, so Kaze, you are stunned this round. Yeah. So what does that entail? Uh, it just means you aren't going to be able to act for a round. Okay. That's what I'm going to do then. <laughs> Not act. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, Baron Boreal shows up, recognizes uh, Vega from their encounter on the ship, and says, I'm going to get you, blue boy. And uh, fires his uh, freezing beams from his hands. Uh, there he is. Where do I roll to dodge? Uh, that is going to be your coordination. That's 12. All right. His ice beam is a lovely 15. So that. You got a 12, you said? Yeah. All right. That's a major success. 
for the old barrier baron there that's going to be possibly a slam result uh it is eight damage uh, and roll your strength versus eight i got an 11. you got an 11. okay so yeah you don't get knocked back well i'm down to zero stamina Vega goes down. Looks like uh, things are not looking good for the Justice Association. Not at all. Uh, uh, let's see. That would have been Vega's turn next. Uh, the troopers, uh, a couple of them run over, grab Slick, and slap a button on their belt and teleport out of the room. So, oh, finally rid of them. <laughs> Damn. Uh, let's see. Next up on the list is Master Monkey. He's gonna he's gonna put his hands on his hips and ha ha! Another one of you goes down. You cannot stand against the might of Master Monkey. And that brings us to the power armor, which is going to take a swing at uh, Rosie. Okay. Uh, that's an eight. That's 14. 14. Okay. So, yeah, definitely. That's a, what's a whiff. It is now Rosie's turn. Ow, my jaw. Slam right back into that spot trying to rip out the core. Okay. Uh, he's got a 12 on his defense roll. I got an 11, so he beat me. He beat you by one. All right. So, yeah, you clang, but he just manages to juke just enough that your fist slides off. All right, so that goes to Slick, and Slick is gone now. Uh, the Praetorian is just gonna—he's just gonna stand there and ready himself. Uh, we are back to the top of the round. Okay, the I got. What can I think? I yeah. just hit my three rounds, so I get three back for my regen, right? Mm -hmm. okay. You get one. Or one back from your oh, regen. One? Yeah, yeah three, one, rounds, three, three rounds. Right. Oh, okay. Your, your regen yeah. is three, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you get one every. You get three points back over 10 rounds. So you divide that up however you want. Oh, okay. Well. Yeah, one, basically one point every three rounds. Okay. Just to make it simple. Back to the top of the round, Kaze, you are uh, no longer stunned. Okay. Um, and I, now, refresh my memory. What shape is is Master Monkey in? I I remember. Uh, you disabled. Him. Him. Yeah, you you attacked him. Um, you disabled uh, some of the servos in his legs, so he's not able to dodge you as well as he was before. Right, and then he has two more. Um, yeah, he has. Right? Yeah, uh, he has the mortar device on his shoulder. That shoots the flashbangs that just right. stunned you for a round. 
and he also has a uh, energy cannon on his right arm. Okay. So what I want to do is uh, I want to overload the energy cannon. Okay. I mean, I guess this I get to do that for free, but I want to aim it at um, at the Praetorian. Okay. So I want I want to basically, and I, I'm perfectly willing to to pay for that part of it as a stunt. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. You... Things with this, I want to like grab it and overload it so it discharges mm -hmm. right into the Praetorian. Okay. Let me let me figure this stunt out real quick. Um. <clears throat> All right, so you're gonna you're gonna activate the overclock for free, right? All right, and that'll give you the opportunity to uh, overload the weapon. Um, but you also want to the, the weapon to fire at the Praetorian, right? Um. Okay. Um, seems to me that you're gonna want to try. Pulling a flash and get him to uh, uh, fire the weapon a lot to try to hit you. That's fine. So it's like a super speed stunt. I'm over here. No, yeah. I'm over here. No, I'm over yeah. here. And then I linger a little bit in the line of fire of the Praetorian and in mm -hmm. the last possible second, duck out of the way. All right. Well, give me, uh, go ahead and give me your. Uh, Super speed stunt for that. Okay. So that would be my super speed plus uh, two for the for the stunt, right? Uh, yeah. All right. So I want to make sure I'm rolling the right stuff. Hmm. All right. Um, I rolled a 12. 14 with the plus two. 14 with a plus two? Yeah. Um. Hang on to that question. We'll get to that question when we get to you, Nick. Because it flashed up and I missed it, mostly. Oh, <laughs> um, all right. So, okay. So you do that. Um, let's. I'm going to make you roll for the hit on the Praetorian uh, using using your coordination. Okay, so that worked. Um, yeah. Well, what did you? What was your total? Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, that worked. That was. Uh, so that that sh should have been to hit the Praetorian, right? Uh, that was to pull off the stunt, but you actually have to hit the Praetorian. Okay. Because the Praetorian can evade. All right. Uh, where is Praetorian? Here he is. All right. So, uh, go ahead and uh, roll. Let's see. His Master Monkey, I will tell you Master Monkey's cannon is... Uh, is a six. So, that's going to be... Uh, that's going to be the bonus. So, uh, yeah, no, 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 sorry. It's going to be your uh, coordination. My coordination plus his 
No, just your coordination. Okay. Versus uh, Praetorian's coordination to dodge. All right. I rolled a 12. You rolled a 12. So did he. So it does so Half damage, yeah. And then uh, let's see. And Praetorian. And he takes out um, Master Monkey's. Right. Or whatever. Yeah, the cannon. The cannon explodes. He doesn't have that weapon anymore. Um, and the beam hits the Praetorian, and it seems to just dissipate across the surface of his chest plate. Okay. Now, now, you bastard, speedster! Don't mess with the wind, Mister Monkey. I'll break the wind. I knew it smelled a little bit in here. Thank you. If I was at full health, I'd no, be to take a point of for those fucking puns. <laughs> All right. So now we are Baron Boreal. Um, grabs a couple of the other goons and they teleport out uh, let's see so that it makes it Vegas turn um I just have regeneration as an extra. is it what but what power is it uh it's cosmic power flight is that eight is it attached yeah, eight. eight so you get a you get eight points over the course of ten Rounds, mm -hmm. which were ten pages. Okay, so I'm still down for now. No, because when you you would re regenerate one point. Yep, all, that's all you need. Oh, okay. Yep. So, so you're back up. Well, uh, um, keep track of it. Make yourself a little chart and just keep track. Of it. Yeah. Okay. Like my notes here have all kinds of like little squares on them where I've been keeping track of different things that are going to happen. And your initiative order. Uh, so, yeah, well, all that's left in the room is there's one power armor, Master Monkey, and the Praetorian. I'll blast the Praetorian. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Coordinating here. Coordination, right? Uh, yep. Coordination, and I believe, um, what? Is, yeah, in your power. That's your power 13. specialty. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. All right. He got an eleven. So that is two. That's a moderate success, and moderate success is full damage. That's eight points. Eight points. Okay. <laughs> so, Torian is down. Okay. All right. Do, do, do. Uh, the armor is going to take a swing at uh, Rosie. Uh, that's 12. 
17. 17. Okay, that's a big that's a big whiff. All right, Rosie. Okay, let's try to get that core out of this bastard again. Okay. That's 11. 11? Okay. Yeah. That's that's tied with him, so that's going to be uh, half damage. Test four. Four? All right. Yep. Okay. Oh, no. You do get the core out. Ho, ho, ho. You punch through the chest plate, manage to he rip slips the core that out. punch and then punches straight into the chest and pulls it out. There you go. Kali fucking Ma. She actually says that. Kali Ma. <laughs> the power core flashes a little bit as you <laughs> hold it in your hand. Um. Yeah, so there we go. Now all we have is the Praetorian and Master Monkey. Master Monkey's armor is jacked up. Uh, his main weapon is uh, disabled. Surprise and fear. Surprise. <laughs> what? Three main weapons are the Spanish Inquisition. All right. Do, do, do. Um, for some reason, you guys noticed that Master Monkey has not moved since you disabled that cannon. I've just been a thing. Is he, uh, is he like encased in armor as well, or is he like kind of like in half armor? Yeah, he's encased in the armor. His, um, his armor looks just like uh, it's just like kind of a smaller but more advanced version of the, the regular atom power armor. Are we are we um we at the top of the round? Um uh, well the Praetorian would go so yeah Praetorian's gonna take a shot at you with his uh his beams. Let's see where is he? There he is, right there. He's shooting at him. Kaze? Uh he's shooting at Kaze because Kaze just shot at him. As, sort of. All right, and is cool. Okay, and he's got a fourteen. I rolled a thirteen. All right, so that's a one. So that is a moderate success, and a moderate success is full damage. So six. Moderate is full. Moderate success is full. Okay. Marginal success is zero, and moderate is one to two. All right. So, yeah, now we are at the top of the round. Okay. So the reason I asked was, um, who's still in this fight? Right now, it just seems to be the Praetorian. Um. Is Master Monkey even in his armor, or did he teleport out of his armor? Uh, you would have to look inside to find out. Uh, that's what I'm going to do. All right, you run over and peek inside the the uh, bubble helmet. 
And you are correct in your suspicion. Master Monkey is no longer in his armor. Okay. However, there is a suspicious red light. Of course there is. <laughs> um... Is there rope in the room? Is there rope in the room? Cable, anything like that? Uh, there's lots of cables, yes. All right. So I'm going to try and um, tie this blinking red light armor to the Praetorian. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Silver Age. That's right. <laughs> okay. Oh, first off, let me find out how many rounds this blinking red light is going to blink. Um, Wes, roll me a D4. Uh, D4, let's see what we got here. Uh, oh, there we go. That's going to be one. Okay. Apparently, Master Monkey is a lot more clever and more dangerous than I thought he was. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you got to tie the two suits of armor together. I'm going to call that a stunt. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a speed stunt. Um, what, uh, what, oh, uh, quality uh that will, will be um does believe the hype because i saw it in a film you that saw it in a film it was empire strikes back where that old that really old movie yep <laughs> where luke skywalker cabled the thing's legs together all right okay so there you go you got your uh and i'm gonna call this a um, I'm gonna call this an eight difficulty. So you want to get a uh, major success or better against okay. an eight. Now, can I use my athletics and or martial arts to help in enhance this? Um, I will give you athletics. Okay. Since I don't believe you studied the martial art of rope tying. That's fair. Which I believe there is one. I rolled a 13. 13. Okay. Against an 8 is, is a massive success. So you managed to uh, rip some cables down and uh, tie the two suits of armor together. Fair enough. <laughs> then I say... Take cover. <laughs> I don't know what you expected to accomplish by that, speedster. Uh, Vega. Uh, Victorian still? Yeah. yeah. I'll blast him again. Okay. Unless, hold on. Am I behind cover? Or do I need to take cover? Uh, Kaze did say to take cover. Okay, I'm taking cover then. Okay. 
Um, I'm down to one hit point, or I'm at two now, I guess. All right, you find a computer bank to uh, squeeze behind. Um, next up is Rosie. I got a perfectly good suit of armor to shield myself with. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right. Rosie, Rosie takes the, uh, moves it in the front of me. powerless suit of armor and it's puts like it behind her. Hey, hey, hold on. <laughs> Lady, please. I got kids. <laughs> I haven't even gotten my health insurance yet. I'm new. <laughs> they didn't even let me sign the release forms. Master Monkey Splinter Group is a PPO, so you're not really missing out on anything. I should have stayed with the other Adam. <laughs> it's a main office. They told me this was a bad idea. I really have to pee. I should have listened to 247. <laughs> All right, <laughs> and let's see. All right, well, you guys have taken cover. Where's Kaze at during this? I'm running towards cover. All right, you run towards your cover just as the suit explodes. Skadoosh. Um, that is going to be eight damage to pretty much everything in the room. So. Uh, Kaze relying on his speed to get to cover. Go ahead and uh, give me a coordination test to get to cover. 11. 11. Okay. I'll give you that. Just because it's pretty cool. I get to uh -huh. do like the, the ride the, the wave, the shock wave on that one. All right. Jump and Praetorian. Uh, I can just see the comic panel where it zeroes in on his face and there's a, a question mark and then exclamation point as his eyes um the suit of armor grow wide ready? and then boom. All right one one panel just boom <laughs> um the smoke clears. He uh, does that a lot. What's that? He does that a lot. What? Wide eyed. Blown up. We dealt with the Praetorian. He also got blown up. Um, the smoke clears. It gets sucked out through the ventilation system. Uh, uh, computer monitors are just destroyed. Shit sparking everywhere. Um, the Praetorian is still standing. He's like, well, I appear to be the only one here. I'm not getting paid enough for you guys to blow me up again. Cheerio. And one of those blue circles opens and he backs into it and he's vanished as well.
He really just said cheerio. Yes, he really did just say cheerio and fucked right off. You think you have more of a Latin theme? He said cheerio then fucked right off. Well, let's go find sidekick. Sidekick. Oh, as you guys are, are looking or surveying the wreckage, uh, you notice something uh, unusual on the floor that doesn't appear to be technological. Well, what do we have here? It is Slick Silver's left hand. Ooh! How do we know it's his left hand? Because it has the sigil carved into it. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's not a battle cry, by the way. That's genuine. <laughs> He's probably going to need that. I don't think it works like that. I don't think we can just put it back on him. Uh, yeah, I don't think he has that power. <laughs> I mean, they fixed that one Bobbit guy, right? They could probably put the hand back on. Let's yeah, we have no idea where Slick is. Put it on and ice for now. Ice yet, so I'm okay. pretty sure it's, it's dead. By it's kind of it's kind of charred up from the explosion. Yeah, so. it's not. Well, he might want to save it. Save it anyway. Okay, um, who is putting who is putting Slick Silver's left hand into the inventory? Rosie does not care. She'll do it. <laughs> All right, you put his hand in your pocket. <laughs> Um, since I, don't we know, are, I don't know if I put it in my pocket because it is slick silvers. That's it true. I try something. I'm sorry, what? If it does. I really wanted to save your hand for you. See, I wouldn't. I wouldn't feel it if he did try something. <laughs> 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 no, this is not. This is not the uh, final flight of Jonathan Roxton, where where. Sentient hands start running around uh, and, and feeling up player characters. <laughs> um, you guys notice that there is a, another door um, near uh, the where Master Monkey's control station was. That yeah. appears to be the only exit out of the room since Vega welded the other doors shut. Let's, uh, let's go. Okay. You open that door. You go into a, a smaller room. This room is uh, filled with uh, several tubes of uh, a glowing translucent green liquid. Um, some of the equipment in here you recognize as having been... Uh, it's familiar. It's the missing stuff from uh, the Alpha's farmhouse of solitude. Uh, all wired together. Um, you notice that there's uh, a cloning chamber. Um, there are there are six such chambers in the room. Anything in the chambers? Um, five of them are empty. Uh, one. Uh, has what appears to be a protoplasmic mass um, that is half-formed into something vaguely humanoid. 
Do the ones that are empty look like they've been in use? Uh, yes. You notice that the the one that has the half-formed humanoid is a little bit clearer. The fluid is a little bit clearer mm -hmm. than, than the other chambers. So the other ones have, like, already disgorged their contents. Correct. Okay. Um, yeah, there are, there are a couple of banks of computers in the room. And... Well, I'm not super tech savvy, but Rosie's going to poke around the computers to see if there's anything she can find out. All right, give me an intellect roll. This will be fun. <laughs> That's a six. <laughs> a six total. Yeah. Uh well, that is that's uh that's a moderate success. So, uh, yeah, you you flick around, uh, and you get to uh, a window that was left open, and uh, you see that it's it's a status of uh, several uh, containers, uh, including dates where the contents were released. Uh, the earliest date was 24 hours before you fought Eschaton. And was subject one. What are the other subjects? Um, they're numbered uh, two, three, and four. Uh, five is apparently the one that's still gestating, and the sixth is marked special. Great. Wait, so there's only four, four, five, five tubes in here. Yeah, there's six tubes. Oh, there's six tubes. Yeah, there's and six. Tubes. One of them has something in it. Correct. So, one of them it coincides with the date you guys fought Eschaton. So you assume that that was a clone of Eschaton. Um, two, three, and four uh, were disgorged um, probably about three days ago. And um, the one that was, what happened to us three days ago? Uh, what happened to you guys three days ago? Uh, you were... You were at the mansion of uh, Professor Providence. So this was after I fought the dinosaurs? Yes, you. this was after you fought the dinosaurs. Because you fought the dinosaurs before you fought the Eschaton. Oh, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> um. What what was the clone material that they stole originally from um, the lab? Uh, the only one that they they noticed or that you noticed had a log was Eschaton's material. Right, and we know they took the body of the Alpha. Correct. Minus minus an arm. Right. Are there uh, any other notes about the the one that's still in there? Um, do a little bit of digging, and you find that it is supposed to be a another clone of Eschaton. Oh hell no! Yeah, 
Rosie sees that, doesn't say anything, and immediately goes over and breaks the tube. Okay. I think you should just break the whole room. Oh, she, she is. She's just destroying shit at this point. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, as the, there's a drain in the middle of the floor, and the greenish fluid is just draining into the into the floor, presumably into just the drainage off runoff system of uh, Mount Rushmore. And uh, you guys notice some some tissue uh, down at the bottom, you know, like stuck to the floor as it's running out. Um, the gestating clone just kind of slumps to the floor and begins to disintegrate into uh, gray, slimy protoplasm as its physical integrity is can no longer be maintained uh, without the uh, amniotic fluid. You think you could blast that a few times to be sure? Nick? Yeah. Okay. Uh, would that be coordination, I guess? No, nah, I'm not going to make you roll the hit slime. Uh, yeah, you blast it. Uh, basically, you, you vaporize it, carbonize it. It just turns into a uh, uh, charcoal-like black smear after a few blasts. Well, there's still four clones out there. Yes, there are four clones. Yeah, I'm worried about that. I'm also uh, worried you, also, you also noticed a, a couple of things about the equipment that was stolen from the Alpha's lair is that one more of that equipment seems to have been attached to one of the cylinders. Which cylinder is that? Is it the uh, sixth one? It was the sixth one, yes. So we got to assume that that's going to be the alpha yeah i think we got a pretty good guess on that i mean why else would they steal his body and his equipment i'm sure his equipment is is some sort of life support system for his old extra worldly biology you may be correct of course, now we have his alien cells. Yeah, this is bad. Yeah, well, we we should um, we should find Slick and then um, see what else is in this complex, and then we should talk to um, to the Sir Charles. Is that his name? God damn, I suck. Sir William. William. Um, to see if he has any um, contingency plans for if the Alpha went uh, evil. What do you think this is, Grant Morrison? Because the Alpha well, I mean, is I mean, going to go evil. He's the magpie. He's got a plan for everybody. Not in the Silver Age. <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead and give me awareness checks, everybody that's in the room. 
Nine. Got a ten. Nine. Nine. Uh, you guys are walking around, formulating your plan, making sure all the shit is uh, bashed up nice and nice and good. That's gonna take. Even if Master Monkey uh, or the Prime Philosopher got their hands on this wreckage, uh, it would take them a long time to try to rebuild it. Um, you find. Uh, the remnants of a shipping manifest of uh, one uh, one car piece of cargo uh, delivered to a certain warehouse in Kirby. Ho Fong, who this? Ho Fong. Um, it is dated. Anyone? It is dated two days ago, which coincides with the release of Special Subject. Is that it again? It, uh, the date of the shipping manifest coincides with the release of the Special Subject from its cylinder. Does it say where it's going or where it went? Yeah, it's a warehouse. Mm -hmm. A warehouse you visited before. Ho Fong's warehouse. Not Ho Fong's warehouse. Wait, is this the warehouse that there, there was no evidence of anybody being in it? Correct. A warehouse, Ho Fong's belonging, warehouse. belonging to a Barbara Johnson of Apex mm -hmm. Industries. That's a front for Ho Fong. <laughs> Meanwhile, Slick Silver, uh, you're groggy, oh. but you awaken in a familiar surrounding. Very familiar as, as, as you come to and your eyes adjust to the lighting and become clearer with consciousness. It is the apartment of the master. Oh. Oh. College sounds. That was some dream. Uh, you also realize that, you know, your left arm hurts like a mother. <sighs> and you look down and you realize that your hand is missing. <laughs> ah! Oh, uh, uh, oh, what kind of lesson is this? Rosie, no. My squeezing hand. Why'd you take my squeezing hand, master? Wait Your squeezing hand. What? <laughs> 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 you took my broken hand. <laughs> Be stroky. Wow. I told you, Lily. I told you that hand was going to try something. Get it out of your pocket. <laughs> Who's this Lily you keep talking about? It's fine. <laughs> I'll just break I'll... its fingers if it does. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> once once you get over the initial shock of uh, of your hand not being where your hand is supposed to be, uh, you also realize that you are the hooked to a, a cap has been placed over the stump uh, to prevent the bleeding. It has a couple of tubes running off of it. 
uh, to a pair of IV bags. Um, one of them is a interesting looking translucent green fluid. And the other seems to be like a maybe a painkiller. What? Okay. Um, you're in a in a dark room. The door's closed. Um, as you're sitting there trying to figure out, get your bearings and realizing where you are, and your hand is missing, and and just the 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 high that you feel from the painkillers, which are rather potent. Uh, they're Merck Pharmaceuticals. Uh, the door opens and a pair of figures come in. Uh, one of them, well, you recognize them both from your battle with the elementals on the docks, the children of the dragon. Uh, one is Nalen Smith. And the other is the robed figure that you keep seeing. Well, hello, Ned. Nayland. I give you a hand, but I seem to have misplaced it. Well, we couldn't have you very well connected to Professor Providence, could we? It would be so easy to find you. Yeah, I'm gonna want that. I'm gonna want that hand back. Uh, yeah, uh, oh, droll as always, Ned. I I do hope you find your accommodations to your liking. Yeah. Yeah, the old, the old blast. Yeah, the old blast in the past, huh? Yes, and uh, don't. Uh, Consider teleporting out of the way as you see the cocktail of drugs that we are feeding you uh, have nullified your abilities. Oh, I figured as much. You're gonna go? Are you go for bushwhacking cheap tricks? That is that is right up your alley. Oh no no no! We have something even more special planned for you. You are going to power the dawn of a new age. Really, really? Why can't we just stay in this? Why can't we just stay in this age? Or, or, or you know, go back, go back to the jazz age. You know, get a little, get a little gassy it up. You know, have a have a, have a few shots, gin, just rum, rum and jump, run over Daisy. I have no idea what you're talking about, Ned. Of course not. You never read a book in your entire life except except the ones you stole off of the master's shelf. Or yes, the ones I stole off the master's shelf. The ones you never bothered reading. I was getting around to it. It was a it was a, those were long lessons. And you oh. noticed that the room that you're in was was a small bedroom. Now seems to be cavernous. And Nayland is standing 
very far away from you. And then you blink and he's the two figures are standing directly in front of you. The hooded figure <clears throat> looks at you and you see the hint of a smile in the shadows of its cloak. And Gloved hands reach up and withdraw the hood. And underneath is Barbara Johnson, CEO of Apex Industries. You and your mystical gifts will be just what my father needs to enter this realm. And she withdraws the amulet from uh, the other night when she stole the powers of the elementals. And we cut back to the other rest of the Justice Association. Still standing in the clone room. I thoroughly destroyed everything. I'm, yeah. I'm good. The, the thoroughly destroyed clone room. <laughs> she may still be kicking something. Well, um, I I guess we should try and track down Ned. Any ideas? Not really. I mean, we could try to go back to the professor and see if he can help us, but I don't know how. We don't have a clue where he went. And Ned's an idiot. I doubt he has a tracking device on him. Actually, wouldn't it be Ned's an idiot? He probably has a tracking device on him. <laughs> he can't work a VCR, and those things are outdated. We could try. Um, well, he had a some sort of connection with um, Professor Providence. Supposed to I hold up the hand. Yeah, it's right here. Okay, but, I mean, do you have any better ideas? No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we should go talk to him. Maybe he can find him. Well, you guys originally had an interesting plan that might be helpful. <clears throat> oh, that warehouse? No. No, going to, um, that, going to uh, Sir William and seeing if he has a Grant Morrison plan yeah 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 outfit. definitely well i mean someone should do that and someone should follow up and see if we can find ned i mean there's there's three of us you we guys are pretty you I gotta get back to uh you gotta get back to kirby first yeah um and it is the next page uh early early morning uh, you guys realize that it is the day before the winter solstice. Go back into the next room where the dudes were in the suits, because at least one of them is still alive. <laughs> hey, hey, you still in there? <laughs> what? 
What do you want? Yeah, you, you got a you got a, a, a plane or something? I don't have a plane. Well, do you know? Like, do you guys keep one here? What do we need a plane for? I can't fucking fly or run fast. Yeah, but you could be carried. Is it invisible? <laughs> An invisible plane? What the fuck point would that be? How would you even find it? I don't know. You just look cool going through the sky while seated. I mean, you might as well have a jetpack. Do you have one of those? No. Man, what are you guys useful for? Look, I'm I'm just like I'm just a salary worker. Stuff they have teleportation technology. They can go wherever they want, like that. Well, we're a long way away from where we came from. Do you guys? Okay. Think would you prefer to be? Would you prefer a jog or a nice flight of back to Kirby? Well, that's my. That's what I'm asking. Like, that's a long way. Like, can you even carry? Okay, me that whatever. Part? I just grab her and, and go. Okay. It's the next morning when you arrive back in Kirby. You're in the Justice Association headquarters. Um. Battered and bruised from your battle with Master Monkey and his minions. Uh, Sir William wheels out. He's like, weren't there four of you? I threw the hand on the table. Well, kind of still is. (laughs) (laughs) We ran into a little problem. Were you in a fire? This thing smells like... Roast beef. I'm oh, staring at it. The head was in a fire, yes. <laughs> I'm staring at it and I say, yeah, I don't think that can be saved anymore. I don't think we need ice anymore. No, no, ice is not going to fix this. It, it couldn't fix it then either. It's, it's fine. So what, what happened? Well, they took out Slick pretty easily. And, and then uh, they snatched him. They snatched him. Yeah, they took him somewhere. I don't know. They teleported him out. He wheels over to the main Justice Association computer and says, well, good thing I had a contingency in case of something like this. And starts typing in some keystrokes. Did did you did you have a sedated and, and like implant microchips in us or something? No, you're wearing it in your ear. Oh, <laughs> I never thought of that. Good plan. Also, I mean, I'm okay with a microchip too, you know. Also, if you have time, if you were supposed to had to fight the Alpha back in the day and take him down because he became evil, what would you have done? Uh, probably died. Got some news for you. And Don't I tell me I did die. No, no. I proceeded to tell them about the clone tanks. Yeah. They they probably cloned the Alpha. They definitely cloned the Excaton. And they had more than one of him. We took care of one. Hopefully those were the only two. 
but they had other clones that we don't know where they are. I see. And and you presume they cloned the Alpha from their the stolen remains? Well, they stole this body, and then they stole some equipment of his from his base. What did this equipment look like? I describe it. Okay. Well, that is certainly interesting. Um, one was a cell enhancer. Uh, he had taken some damage from uh, another of his kinsmen from his planet and had to uh, heal himself. So he used a certain form of radiation that stimulated the growth of his own cells. Presumably, that is what this was used for in the cloning. So it is quite possible that this clone is even more powerful than the Alpha was. Well, that's just great, considering who they want to put in it. Indeed. Ah, there's your friend. Uh, you see a red blinking dot in a building uh, on the corner of McGregor and Priest. Has it been enough time for me to regen the full? Yeah. All right, so if I'm yeah, gonna... it took you guys like hours to get back. Well, let's uh, great. Well, let's go. And she starts walking towards a bike. Okay. Um, you speed off out of the garage on your motorcycle. Uh, what are the other two doing? I'm going to go after uh, Slick. Okay, so you're following along. What about you, Vega? I'm also following along. Okay, you all three. You all three hit oh. the uh, hit the corner of uh, McGregor and Priest. Um, it's a brownstone right there on the corner. Uh, looks abandoned. Okay, well. The windows are dark. Uh, um, the And boarded up. I walk up to the door and I try it. Um, it's locked, but the doorknob just easily comes off in your hand. Jessica Jones. I just get a strong arm into it. Yep, door comes open. And you are met by an entranceway. Uh, goes off, you know, into a dining room on one side and the living area, and there are stairs that go up to the second floor. I look to see if there are basement stairs. Uh, there does appear to be a door that leads down into the basement. Try that door. Uh, that door is wide open. No, no, no. Walk on down. You're in the basement. You find a uh, a furnace 
a bunch of pipes, the breaker box, uh, his ear. (laughs) 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 Yeah. His ear with the earpiece in it. Um, you know, I just like touch my communication device and I and I just whisper, Ned. It's like, are you here? Meanwhile, on the third floor, uh, Ned, you're sitting there and you hear someone, a familiar voice, whispering into your ear. All right. Um, so she's still trying to. She's still coming at me with the the amulet. Oh, that's done. Oh, I, I couldn't even. I didn't even get a chance to do a Leonidas kick and try and, and try and stay this off. Sure, you tried to do a Leonidas kick, but uh, you know, you just couldn't hit them. Oh, god dang it! Because then they were standing on the opposite side of the cavernous room. <laughs> of course they did. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I hear you. Where are you? Uh, third floor. They, they put the amulet on me. I'm rushing up to the third floor. All right, you rush up to the third floor. Ned, Ned. Yeah, I'm over here. Obviously, Wes has never been on morphine in his life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. Ned, Ned, I'm right here. <laughs> you know what? Considering Ned, he probably would react like that. Yeah, possibly. And then promptly fall over. You burst oh, yes. into the door. You find Ned Chipper, even uh, like chasing the dragon, strapped to a chair. Um, you see an IV bag filled. Halfway with the uh, strange translucent green fluid from the clone room. Oh, gross. I'm going to grab him and take him to our medical facilities. Okay. You uh, tell everybody you found him? Yep. I'm heading back to the base with Ned. I'm gonna look around that room that he was in a little bit. Thanks. I was. I, was, I could use. I could use right now. Save your strength. Yeah, I doubt you do um, much talking once he starts speaking. Just like I'd like to. I can't breathe. <laughs> Eric's um, sniffing lungs so fast. <laughs> No, he's surrounded by the speed force and it enables him to breathe normally. Um, Ned, you get back to uh, the base and uh, immediately vomit. Oh, oh, God. Don't Jimi Hendrix on me, man. Oh, Jimi Hendrix on me. The words of freshman year. Oh, God. Um, Rosie. While you were investigating the room, Ned was kept. Yep. Uh, you find a three-subject spiral-bound notebook. What is in said notebook? Um, 
scribbled formulae and diagrams. Uh, looks like it might be the plans to the cloning chamber. Uh, several apparently mystical symbols. No, I'll take that with me. And uh, okay. if that, that IV is still there that he was hooked up to, I'll grab that too. Okay. You uh, ride home on your motorcycle uh, with an IV tied to the back. Of it. I got bags on the damn bike. <laughs> you didn't say you took the just a bag. So you took no, no, I'm thing. taking the bag. I'm taking the fluid, not the whole damn thing. Okay. You're not taking the stand? No. <laughs> I have no use for the stand. Hey. Unless you're trying to drop a hint, Rodney. <laughs> no. I just thought it would, it would be rather amusing to. No, Rosie's practical mostly. Mm. So, you all get back to the base, put Ned in the other bed. Um, the children of the dragon are still comatose. Um, Ned is laying there. He's uh, definitely not feeling well because prior to you arriving, um, <clears throat> Madame Atraxia and the authority uh, siphoned out some of Ned's life force with the gem. Ned, your powers are at half. No! Oh, God. No. So he can only teleport, like, five feet or something? What, what does that mean? Mm. Um, a does that include his stick fighting? No, because that's not a power. <laughs> no. Because half of that is, like... Do do I round up or down for the energy drain? Because that's an it's an odd number. Um, round up. All right, so, 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 so. Three. Very up three. Yes. Um, you guys plug him into the the devices, the medical scanners, and you notice that his body is full. Of an unknown chemical. Um, that seems to be doing something. To his body. Probably about 20 minutes later. Rosie shows up with said chemical. Yep. So who owns the house that we found him in? Uh, that house was actually owned by a gentleman named Nayland Smith. An old friend of Ned's. Guys, I, I uh, found some things for the house, slumlord. too. I mean, if somebody Ned knows, is it really surprising that he would be a slumlord? Ned, you know that Nayland Smith actually lived there. Yeah. 
Uh, that was that was where Nayland. That's where Nayland used to live. That makes Shh, even more sense. Save your strength. <laughs> yeah, 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 those are things. One, Anorexia. She runs Apex Industries. Yeah, we gathered that much. Really? Okay. Yeah. Kind of found out some things while you were missing. They're, they're gonna use. They're gonna use. They're gonna use the power to make to make they put the they put her father in, 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 into the into, into the fit into the thing the, the hero and um, um alpha they put him in the alpha with powers. Yes. Well, the only lead we have is this warehouse. I guess we should go there. Um, the medical sensors uh, attached to Slick begin to go a little crazy. Ned, you are going into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> and kidney failure. Oh, shit. <laughs> my stones are rolling. My stones are rolling. The fuck um, does that even mean? Kidney stones. Sir Sir William wheels in. Uh and says he needs a blood transfusion. Steve, give me uh, a D6 roll. Six. Six. Uh, you realize that uh, Suchi uh, has the same blood type as Ned. I'm sorry, say that again? Suchi has the same blood type as Ned. Oh, well. Suchi has the same blood type as Ned. He can't give consent as he is, but I will speak for him. Let's let's get this done so we can save Ned's life. Yes, yes. consider it. We'll consider it part of uh, of Suchi's uh, rehabilitation. That's fine. What do I have to do? Um, Sir William knows what he's doing. He's had to do emergency blood transfusions before. I'll assist him if he needs it with anything he needs. Okay. Yeah. So you guys managed to get him hooked up. And before you know it, uh, Suchi's blood is flowing into Ned's veins. Uh, Ned has all types of weird dreams about mountains. And somehow... You uh you 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 remember you gain memories of uh Kaze when he was a young boy uh from another person's point of view playing games in the yard of a temple and being picked on for being slow witted. 
but you also feel kind of grounded uh, and solid. And you pass out into a deep slumber. The rest of you watch as Ned twitches in his sleep and talks and says things like, Onet Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> And damn you, Radio Raj. <laughs> oh, where are you staring that second one? Um, so, yes, Ned is asleep. He's going to need his rest for tomorrow. Let's go look at this warehouse. Okay. You guys take off for the warehouse, leaving Ned in the in the infirmary. I leave, uh, uh, leave Sir William the notes and the the formula stuff that I found too. Oh, thank you. And he starts flipping through them as he sits by Ned's bedside. Like, Come on, bastard! Don't die on me. I can't lose another one. Uh, you guys get to the warehouse. the The windows are dark. Um, you do see what looks to be a shipping crate opened and laying discarded inside the fence uh, that was not there before. It's been busy. The fence is locked with the heavy chain and padlock. Oh, is it? Is it really? Rosie? Doesn't look locked to me. Snap the chain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she had rust on it. Oh, they better put better chains on this. Uh, the chain falls to the ground, and you're able to swing the fence wide open. Although, to be fair, we didn't have to do that. We could have just gone over. <laughs> True. She says as she walks through. <laughs> Vega just flies over. And I could have jumped over. Um. <laughs> uh, so yep, now you're inside the uh, the grounds of this warehouse. Uh, by all accounts, it still appears to be uh, closed. Let's get inside. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the 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 door. It's a steel door on one side. It's it is locked. There any windows on the second floor? Um, yes, very thin windows. Like how thin? Uh, maybe eight, ten inches. Okay. 
I don't think I'm that small. Yeah, it would be kind of difficult to uh, pry one of these open and wriggle through it. Um, there's only the the one the one steel door. What about the loading doors? Yeah, the loading doors are there. Those are heavy steel and appear to be locked from the inside. Um, the other door looks like it would be the normal entrance uh, for people. It's a it's another heavy steel like fire door, uh, mm -hmm. standard knob. <clears throat> Can you break it? I can try to. I wanted to let you look around before I did that. Tried to do that. Okay. We've, we've See, I this building before. Way in, she's going to try to bust the door. It open. Okay. Uh, punch it. Your target is... It is steel, so you're trying to get a major success all against an eight. And it's going to be a strength. Strength in martial arts, I would say. Well, that is a... That's a 12. <laughs> that's 12. That is a major success against an eight. So, yep, you uh, punch it in just the right spot, and it pops right open. I rolled as possibly low as I could on that. Actually, <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> so, you guys enter into the warehouse. It is uh, dark, even though it is midday outside. What little light is filtering in through the windows uh, doesn't light it up very much. Um, there is a doorway that appears to lead to a set of steps downward. Uh, the rest of the warehouse is pretty much vacant. Let's go down these steps. All right, you go down the steps. Um, as you're going through, you notice that there's kind of a, a scent of, uh, of, of, of charred uh, wood and burned concrete and, and molten paint. Um, and you remember that there was a fire in this warehouse some years ago. This is where Zani met his end, if you recall. We never did find out anything else about that. Um, you guys head down into the dark depths of the basement. Um, and you find, uh, you smell what, like wax, scented wax, um, Merle herbal, various types of herbs have been burned as incense. Um, you walk down into the bottom and there is a, a circle etched into the concrete as it was acid, uh, magical glyphs all around it. That uh, and you get this weird tingling sensation, but it appears that there's other than those few ritual artifacts, there's nothing in this room. 
Are the uh, ritual artifacts recognizable at all? Um, no, nothing. I mean, you know, something. Some things seem to be similar to to paintings and, and, and inscriptions you've seen in the house of uh, Professor Providence, but uh, nothing that strikes you as you know exactly what this is. All right. Well, I'm going to um, we'll just put a pin in that and we'll talk to Double P, see if he knows. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you guys are, are meandering about. You don't don't find anything of use in this room. Unless unless you really like incense. That's his college. Every once in a while. Um, is there any other things going on in the warehouse? Nope. The warehouse itself appears to be vacant. Other than the 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 cargo uh, crate outside, um, you you can't tell that anybody else was in here, uh, except for the person who was burning this incense. Uh, it does have a fairly strong smell like it was recent, but other than that, you're, you're not entirely sure how long it's been. Um, I guess the next step is to just examine the cargo container and then head over to Professor Providence's. Okay, uh, you guys head back outside to take a look at the cargo container. Uh, it uh, is lined with straw, uh, and the straw seems to be soaked through with that same translucent green fluid. Gross. That's weird. Love lying plane? Mm. Yes. <laughs> I know that sound. Um, yeah, Steve knows where I live in relation to the airport. <laughs> I, I get those pretty frequently where I live, too. It's like, I know that sound. Um, so, yeah, it's just basically straw. Uh, the bill of lading has been torn off. And, and taken so there's no like evidence of who it was addressed to or anything like that but clearly something from one of those tubes in south dakota was shipped here and taken someplace else we always seem to be one step behind them they are really running out of time though well let's go talk to double p Okay. Uh, you guys head on back to uh, Professor Providence's place. Uh, get there, you knock on the door, the door swings open. Uh, Professor Providence is actually sitting in the foyer, uh, leaning against the uh, banister to his upstairs. Drinking a cup of tea. 
She's making her move. She's got the body and she's got the power now. Yes. Where will it take place? Out of character, do we know that? Uh, you were just there, perhaps. No, we tell them about. We, we found yeah. these mystical symbols in a and a uh, magical circle. Hmm. In an abandoned warehouse. Which abandoned warehouse? The one I give him the address. Okay. He uh he says, "Come with me." Uh, he, you guys follow him into his office. He is consulting a map of the city uh, with a bunch of strange lines drawn across it, intersecting in a weird, in weird patterns and at strange angles. Um, he searches the streets and points um, to a section of the map where it seems several of these lines cross. It's like your warehouse should be right there. An interesting spot. How interesting. Well, this is the this is a point of power in the city. Um, several places have crossed. Several of these ley lines cross here. Uh, delivering magical energies to this one spot and it is also i believe the spot where a great evil once perished if i remember my history correctly that's what they say hmm. interesting well i've been doing some research on on the possible ways to um draw more truth into the world and there are a few things she would need the life force of mystically imbued humans got yeah it. she got that. that that was like she took a lot of his life force not only that but she also took the life force of my uh, brothers mm. she's got possibly your sister too we haven't seen hiding her hair of her Interesting. Well, the next thing she would need is to generate a good amount of fear within the city. Fear, anguish, destruction. Wait, how long ago would she have had to do this? Or does it have to be now? I don't know. Hold. Come. Come with me. And he goes back across the room to desks. Uh, you guys see that he's been looking at the newspapers. Uh, and you guys notice in the articles that there are several stories about um, uh, an increase um, in the hospital psychological ward of people complaining of nightmares. <clears throat> Um, uh, several uh, incidents in the police blotter have been circled in a red pen. Um, 
police responding to, uh, you know, people acting um, bizarrely, um, paranoid, something like that. And, you know, things, things of that nature, things, things that it seems to be, and this has been going on for months. Um, you guys didn't think of it because it just seemed like it was in uh, unconnected incidents because none of the people involved were responsible for anything. Uh, none of them uh, were at the, um, the park when, when Mayor Wrightson went crazy. Um, none of them were on the bridge. You know, so there's nothing, no events that connect these people. Uh, save the few folks who are, you know, under treatment for PTSD following uh, Eschaton's attack. Um, but someone out there is is generating fear <clears throat> within the city. On behalf of Madame Atraxia, apparently, because there are not many uh, villains capable um, of doing this on such a wide scale. Do we have a list of these villains? I guess it like, doesn't matter at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys are, you guys are familiar with him. I would say, you know, in your early careers, you may have encountered him or the aftermath. Uh, but the only one that you guys can think of um, that would be capable of generating fear in the city uh, at, in such a scale uh, is a villain known as Phobos. And just generating random fear is what he does nightmares uh he's pretty much he's pretty much designed himself around um the greek god where he just gives people nightmares because because he's crazy and evil um So, with that, we're going to call it, with that revelation, we're going to call it an evening. Uh, you guys will have uh, a day and a half before uh, Mortrieth returns to the world and takes his physical form. Okay, well... that and just say keep 30 luck points and uh we'll do it again thanks for playing thanks for listening